I truly, truly believe that every single person on this planet has a superpower. I, I think that people, the people have many things that they're really good at. Um, but this one superpower that you're like, you know what? In that one, nobody can touch me. And it can be a little thing. Like I can paint a wall and I, nobody can paint a wall like me. Or I can run a multi-billion dollar company and nobody can do it like me. Mm-hmm. But we have to find what that person's superpower is and go, okay, so why don't you do that? Because I know you're going to do it correctly and you're not going to burn out on me. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give an Ovation. I am joined today by Abe Ruiz. Now, Abe has 30 years of restaurant operating experience that that he's bringing to this podcast. From Macaroni Grill, Del Frisco, Strip House, COO of Famous Dave's, creator of a $200 million entertainment complex in Puerto Rico. Uh, He now owns his own restaurant and is the VP of Strategic Growth and Innovation for the Green Turtle. And somehow, Abe, you have done all of this and still look like you're younger than me. It's unreal, man. I don't know about that, but no, seriously. Thank no, thanks for joining us and giving ovation. I really appreciate you taking the time, man. Uh, lovely. And thank you for being, for having me here. Uh, as you know, I, I've, I've used the system for maybe a little over a year and, and I'm a big fan. So happy to be here. Well, and, and we actually met serendipitously. We met at a, at a trade show and I was like, man, that is a nice beard. His beard goes <laughs> down as, as low as my hair goes high. And so uh, I was just, I, was, I had to go over and meet him. And then I was like, oh my gosh, wait, you're Abe. Anyway. Right. So honest Abe, tell me, man, what, what keeps you busy? Oh my God. Uh, well, you know what, you know, what keeps me busy this day and age is just the fact that I'm kind of becoming the kind of the senior not to say old guy in the room, but the senior person <laughs> in the room. Uh, and I'm actually just mentoring and developing and working with younger people that are coming up in the industry that are super talented, but have no time. Like I had a ton of time to be trained when I started. They just want to get the information and go. And, it, it, you know, it, it takes time. It's a very complicated industry. And, and so I'm spending a lot of my time mentoring and coaching and working with people that are coming into the industry and are interested in it. So I love it. And now you do some work. I mean, do you mainly split your time between the green turtle and your restaurants and, and mentoring? Like how, how do you, how do you split your time typically? That's a good question. I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I, I, uh, I do after my, my job, after my project in Puerto Rico, which you referenced, I, I started with the green turtle and my official title was a consigliere. So the consultant, um, and I've stayed on. They've kept me on. I think they like me so far, so they haven't gotten tired of me. And and I do all the beverage programs for the Green Turtle, all the negotiations for the beverage programs. Uh, I also act as an in-house mentor for the young people coming up in the in the in the company. Through Green Turtle, we also have an arm that's called the Founders Growth Platform, and it's a cool, cool, interesting arm that we created, which is a um, a, a just an integrator of small to medium brands. And we provide all the backbone for growth, be it back office, be it IT, be it realty, um, HR, whatever is needed. That's super expensive in terms of either hiring people to do it or, or 
you know, back structure. We provide all that to up and coming companies. So we have eight of those partners. We have a big one on the West Coast, um, uh, which I'm in charge strictly of that partnership. Uh, and they have 11 steakhouses uh, and about soon to open number 12 in, in Salt Lake City. So I split my time between those two. And uh, in COVID, I got a little bored. And I said, well, I'm just going to open a bar just to see what happens because I had nothing else to do. And and that became a thing. And now I have two of them. And I have three LOIs out for three more. So it's become a thing. And uh, we can talk a little more about that. But that's how I split my time. So one of the things I've been really impressed with from meeting you and from reading about your background is your ability to stay so organized and your ability to get people to really rally behind you. I mean, what is your management philosophy? There's a lot of talk right now around the, uh, around like how it's really hard to hire and retain people and get them to, to work hard. So basically like, how do you, how do you think about management? I'll tell you one thing. I, I think it's actually pretty easy. And I think the fact that that we, the problem is that us leaders are not doing a good job. It's not, hmm. we got to look at ourselves and see what we're doing wrong, not what the other person's doing wrong. It's, we're not really focusing on the, the hires that we hire. We're in such a panic mode that we just hire to fill a void. And, and that's not fair to us or to them. Uh, I think that the the fact of the matter is that I I truly truly believe that every single person in this planet has a superpower. Uh, I think that people that people have many things that they're really good at, um, but this one superpower that you're like you know what in that one nobody can touch me, and it can be a little thing, like I can paint a wall and I, nobody can paint a wall like me, or I can run a multi billion dollar company and nobody can do it like me. Mm-hmm. But we have to find what that person's superpower is and go okay. I may need you to paint a wall, but no, no, no. Right now, I need your superpower is going to be running a multi-billion-dollar company. So why don't you do that? Because I know you're going to do it correctly, and you're not going to burn out on me, and you're going to have fun, and you're going to stay here for a long time. Yeah. So why do I, why do I spend my time in trying to identify what the, what each person's superpower is? I'm putting them in that position so they can shine and stay. I love that, Abe. The way that I look at it is, if you have the quadrant of, you know, the four quadrant you know, what, what are you good at and what do you enjoy doing? And you go to the top right of that. And I call it the 1%. Like what's your 1%? What's the thing that you do in the top 1%? I love that idea of calling it a superpower because it really is. It's something that other people look at and they're like, how do you possibly do that so well? And it comes so naturally to people. And and the problem you see a lot of times is people that are put in the bucket of they're good at something, but they don't like it. They're they like something, but they're not good at it. Or worse, they're bad at something and they don't like it, right? That's true. And so you and need you to know, find who's in that top. What what are the the people and the thing in that right top right quadrant and really focus in on the superpower in that one percent? I love that, Abe. That's correct. And I use a lot of course analogies because it's just. I mean, I, I think it's very competitive, and our industry is very competitive. Um, you know, I, whether you like the person or not, I'll use. Some guy named Tom Brady is an example, and many, never, many, never heard of him. <laughs> many sports people, many football players have really low golf handicaps, and like for example, Tom Brady's like a two handicap. It's crazy, but he's not on the PGA Tour. That's not his superpower. He's really good at golf. Like for, I mean, two, two handicap for God's sakes. But his superpower is clearly you not know, that. His superpower is in the football field, winning Super Bowl champions, so on and so forth. So. It, it, you can have many things you're great at. It's just that one, one percent, that one superpower that you're like, oh, if I do that, I'm going to win every single time. So 
that, that that's what we need to identify. Every person stands in front of us. Okay, what are you good at? I'm going to put you in a position, regardless of what I need. I'm going to make you win, because then you'll stay, and and yeah. then you have an organization. And we also need to identify our own superpowers, right? What what are you in the one percent of? Because I think that as we start thinking through what's what do I like doing, what do I enjoy, what do I do better than ninety nine percent of the world, then you're able to unlock yourself, right? Mine's guess been relationship building. My mine has been always been relationship building. I I it comes very naturally to me. I I believe in it. I have people tell me, oh, you have so many friends. Well, I mean, I really have like three or four real friends. Yeah. But I have a ton of people that I'm friendly with. I have keep relationships. Uh, they reach out to me. I reach out to them. Uh, my, my father uh, passed away about two years ago, but he also always taught me like never burn a bridge. You never know. Uh, and I've always kept really, really good relationships with as many people as I can. And 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 I think that's that is what definitely my superpower is my strength builder. I don't know how many tests I've taken, and 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 every time it pops up to the top of the, of the echelon, that I'm just a relationship builder. I love that because there there's builders and there's burners, right? And right. Let's let's work on being builders more. And I, I love that mentality. How do you build relationships, build value, build people? Uh, I think it's that's really, really important. Yes. Now, you know, opening you you've you've been involved in restaurants for a long time. And opening up your your most recent uh your your most recent bars, what have what's been different about these restaurants as as opposed to your your prior uh, openings? I mean, before back in the day, it was like, "Hey, here's a host stand, here's a menu, here's a bar menu, and see you later." And, and that's the food and beverage platform. Now it has to be like an environment. Now it has to be like, "What am I here for?" You know, like, like what, what am I feeling when I'm here? And I and I captured that when I did my last project. I said, "Listen, my my only intention is to have you feel like you just traveled to Spain and back in one hour." Mm. And, and I I don't even need you to. I'm not even ask you to buy anything. I just want you to walk in and feel like you're in Spain. And if I get you to feel that, most likely you're going to buy a glass of wine or a plate of jamón or something. Mm-hmm. So so I think that um, with that first step to kind of click the switch on, I said, well, I can't hire just a general contractor or a designer. So I hired a uh, movie set producer. And, and she's also a general contractor, coincidentally. So I said, okay, I need him. Like literally, you have to build, build me. Like I, you know how to build movie sets. Here's what I want to build. I want to build Spain and Georgia, and I captured it. I really did. And she, we done the set. We did the second one, and she captured it all over again in Maryland. So so far, so good. That is really interesting. A movie set producer. Yes. That that gives a whole other meaning to entertainment. You know, because I think that w- when you're able to be transported. Uh, I think you could do that more than just with with a culinary. Now, with doing things off prem, how do you how do you take that brand off prem when it's such a unique experience to dine in? We did it with touch points. You know, besides the food, of course. Like, what container do we use? What bag do we use? What's our logo look like? I mean, are we going to have like a logo bag, or are we just going to do like a little sticker or stamp? And how do we make it look more like like it's okay not to be perfect? We're a taverna. We're in a taverna is just not perfect. So yeah. let's just stay in brand and say that we're not perfect. And if the low, if the, if the low stamp is half ink, half not ink, and it's sideways, it's okay. It's absolutely <laughs> okay. 
people will forgive us for that. It's okay because it's on brand, you know? Yeah. I love that. Now, as, as you go out there and working with a lot of young restaurateurs, what are some, some common mistakes that you're, that you see? Just the level of detail uh, and the way like we were taught, like, you know, um, clean as you go and and serve people and have a clean environment and it's okay to clean and it's okay to serve. And, and, and now it's like, you know, I don't do that for a living. I don't clean and I don't, you know, it's it's really difficult. And also, um, obviously the, 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 it's kind of a running joke that we have inside the restaurant industry, but it's like the grouple ADD that we all have due to so many things coming out of once, like social media and all these influence things are coming at us. The way to talk and train to people right now is so challenging. Um, used to be that you get a checklist and you read it and you go over it with them. You get, you have somebody today a checklist and a quarter into it, they'll just tune out. They're like, I, I don't yeah. know. Uh-huh. You need videos, you need interactive things. That's interesting. So, so really taking that step into making something more engaging for your staff. Yes. I like that. That, that makes a lot of sense. So speaking about the guest experience, what do you think, Abe, is the most important aspect of guest experience nowadays? I think it's just that. I think it is a the fact that um, your perception of good service, my perspective of good service, the, the, it's always variable. And, and, and now, it, it, now, now they can be vocal about it. Now they can be, anybody can be vocal about it. Whereas before, t- 10, 20 years ago, if you felt that you had bad service and you told me about it, well, I'm not going to go there because I trust yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, now I don't, even, I don't even need that. And you probably wouldn't even tell me that. You would just go, go on social media, go on somewhere, post it, and you're done. Whether right. I read it or not or believe you or not, it doesn't matter. So so I think, I, I don't see it as a negative, but most clearly we have more people to talk into a broader audience now than before. Absolutely. Whereas before the data was all around, I trust what my friends and family think. Now people trust online reviews more than their friends and family. 100%. And so that's why it's so critical that, you know, your brand, your business looks good online because that is your new front window. You know, a lot, a lot more people are driving by your Google listing than your front door. And, you know, when I post a review, because, because I'm a local guide, you know, I'll get an email the next day. 3000 people have seen your, saw your review yesterday. Wow. Right. And it's so important to keep those reviews um, positive and to make sure that you're responding to the, to, to all of them. Right. Now, any, any, uh, if you open up the kimono a little bit, Abe, any sex, any successful tactics or tricks that you've tried lately? Specifically to your to the ovation platform? Or to no, no, no. Like, just just like for for what you're doing in opening these restaurants. You know, I, I think that the that every time we use the personal method, which I am not the person. That's not my superpower, by the way. Uh, but I have people that, that work in my restaurants uh, that are that have that superpower and actually live it every single day and talk a nauseum every single guest they talk to a nauseum um, and listen to them and that's very old school. And, and every time that somebody's buried in their phone and we, and somebody stops a human stops by a table and they're like, Hey, how are you tonight? How's everything? They're like, Oh my God, there's actually a human cares about me. Like this is a shocker. Yeah. Um, they, they, they've never experienced that before. They just don't even know what to do with that. And I think that that level of detail and personality is something that is different. It used to be the norm, 
Now it's not the norm, so now it's different. Yeah. And almost innovative. It's like fashion. Fashion always comes around. So, so yeah. this is coming around again. <laughs> <laughs> Face-to-face communication. No. Wow. Oh, my God. What I do? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Well, um, who deserves innovation in the restaurant industry today, Abe? Who's somebody that we should be following? Honestly, uh, part of think me, I'm, but I'm a very small guy. Uh, my concept is very small. I think that we're doing some... We're doing a lot for being a small place. Um, you know, besides using innovation, we're like in social media. We we use so many things to get feedback. Um, uh, I like working with Scott from Bar Taco a lot. He's a, he's a, he's a good oh, yeah. uh, good friend in the in the industry. And, and, and Scott has done a lot of innovation for many 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 years. Besides being a, a respectful operator, which I respect a lot, um, he, he's just done some very forward thinking stuff. He really really has. Um, so I, 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 I try to follow suit to Scott a lot. I mean, he's, he's a superpower. So, uh, and that's, that's Scott Lawton, L-A-W-T-O-N. He's awesome guy. Really, really sharp. Yeah. Good dude. Good, good person. I think he's, he's, he's ahead of the curve in innovation and and using new things and trying new things successfully. Love it. Um, and how do people find and follow you, Abe? Uh, I'm hard to follow. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just followed Madrid Spanish Taverna uh, in, in Google or in Instagram or soon to be in TikTok. Um, and, and I'm I'm right there. I'm, I'm posting everything. And every single every single comment that goes in Google, this is the person that's answering every single comment that I get in Google, believe it or not. That's awesome, man. Because, I mean, like I said, again, you care, which is phenomenal. I do. Well, Abe, for putting the man in manager, today's ovation goes to you. Thank you so much for sharing your secrets and coming on to give an ovation. Thank you, Thak. And I look forward to seeing you Monday. Yeah, there we go. I'm stoked to, to check out the new place. It's going to be cool. I can't wait. Glad you're with us today. And thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.